The years between 20 and 2022 were just... <laughs> the energy was so intense and the changes on the planet were pretty epic, violent, and chaotic. So when I sat down to meditate and tap into the energies of 2023, part of me was like, oh my God, not another intense year. The good news is the energies are coming down quite a bit, but that doesn't mean we won't face any challenges in 2023. In this video, you'll learn the main energy theme for 2023, then important numerology and astrology that will govern the whole year year that I'm going to share my top three tips that'll help you best use the energy of 2023 to your advantage. Into the energy theme for 2023. So when I sat down and I really tapped into the energy of 2023, it was, it was, uh, really exciting to, to feel that it was different from the energy that we had between 20 and 2022. So between the years 20 and 2022, the energy felt almost overwhelming. The image was like a, a, a tsunami. It felt like a tsunami that just kind of just hits the coastline and it just destroys everything in its path. That's what that time period felt like energetically. And for 2023, the image that I'm getting is of the ocean but a calm, the ocean on a calm day where the waves are just hitting nice and slowly and it doesn't look like it's creating a lot of damage on the coastline. That is the energy that I'm feeling right now. Now, an interesting thing about this metaphor of using the ocean is that even though on a calm day, it looks like the ocean isn't doing much, the water is still molding the coastline also. It may not seem like it, but it's still molding a coastline. If you think about just the idea of a sandy beach, right? Like that sand was once rock that has just been hit by the ocean over and over and over again for thousands, sometimes millions of years. And so the water just breaks it down until it turns into sand. And that's really what's happening uh, for 2023. Uh, Chinese Taoism uses a lot this metaphor of, of water on rock, and they say that when soft water hits hard rock, all it needs is time and that water will always win, right? So if you give water enough time, it's always going to break down even the hardest of substances like, uh, like rock, it's going to mold it. It's going to break it down. And that's exactly what's happening for 2023 energetically. The energy may be calmer than it has been in the past couple of years, but it is still has this underlying current that's going to continue to mold the year and maybe continue to show you some challenges and some things that you need to be aware of for the year. So the energy of 2023 feels like a steady moving energy that is unassuming and takes time to mold things. So keep this image of a calm ocean uh, on a calm beach or a steady stream. If you think of this metaphor, this is really going to help you for 2023. The water may not look like it's causing a lot of damage. It may not look like it's changing much of the coastline or it's changing your riverbed, but it is all water needs is time. And that water is still going to break down even the hardest substances like rock. And that's exactly what 2023 is going to feel like. When I was feeling into the energy, I also thought of the perfect tarot card that can describe the energy for the year. And that is the seven of pentacles. Okay. So if you don't know much about tarot in traditional tarot, the seven of pentacles is a card that's very earthy. And the image is someone is standing next to what 
looks like a bush or a fruit tree, and that fruit tree is filled with pentacles or filled with fruit. And the person is standing next to it and they have a hoe in their hand. So they've been tending to the garden. They've been tending to the fruit tree. They planted the fruit tree and they took care of it. And now they're patiently waiting next to the tree for those pentacles or that fruit to ripen. And that is exactly what the seven of pentacle energy is. And that's how it's so pertinent for 2023. The seven of pentacles talks about, it's an energy that's slow moving. It's an energy that talks about learning how to work with cycles. It's an energy that it's not rushed. There's no rush in the seven of pentacles. Seven of pentacles knows that you put in the work to plant the trees, you put in the work to tend to the garden, but then you have to wait for the right time for that fruit to ripen. All right. So the seven of pentacles is so much about patience and about taking things one step at a time in a very determined way, but nice, slow and steady progress. So there's a lot of patience involved. There's no rushing, very steady, slow energy. So keep this in mind too, for 2023. So the seven of pentacles energy is all about a slow and steady energy that leads to abundance or success at the right time. Remember this mantra. This is a really important mantra for 2023. Now think about this. Let's say you were to plant a fruit tree and you waited for that fruit tree and the fruit tree starts to come up and let's say it's an apple tree. It starts to come up and suddenly, you know, it starts to flower and then some little buds, what look like little apples start to, to come out, start to pop out and the apples get a little bit bigger. And then suddenly you decide that you're just going to start picking those apples and eating them. <laughs> What's going to happen? if you do that, if you eat those tiny little apples, when they are still not ripened, it's going to taste sour, disgusting. You're not going to be able to eat or enjoy the fruit. And it's the same thing for the seven of pentacles energy and the energy for 2023. You have to know how to put in your work, right? You're going to put in your work in a steady pace and a determined steady pace, but you also have to know the art of patience and you have to learn how to work with the cycles of life and how to know to wait patiently for abundance and success in whatever form that is. Abundance and success is assured. It's going to be there, but sometimes it takes time for that abundance and that success to mature and for it to ripen at the right time. And patience is required for that. All right, let's get into the numerology and astrology for the year. So from a numerology perspective, when you look at the year, it's actually very similar to the seven of pentacles. So in numerology, we have a single digit number that goes with the year. And the way that you calculate that is you just add up the single digits of the year, and it's going to give you a number. And that's going to be the number, the energies for the whole year. And the number for 2023 is seven. All right. So you calculate that by two plus zero plus two plus three equals seven. So the whole year numerologically is going to be governed by the number seven, just like the seven of pentacles. Now, when we look at number seven, there are some interesting characteristics that go hand in hand with the energy I was already tapping into. The first one is an inward focus. So number seven is all about going inwards. Whereas a number six, for example, in numerology, number six is all about our connection to others, our relationship to others, our focus on our connection to others. Then we go from six to seven. And now the, the focus is inward. We're wanting to go deeper. We're wanting to focus on ourselves. We're wanting to see where we've come. And here's a good journal prompt for you for the number seven, for the whole year. Who have I become? This is a great question for a number seven year. Who have I become? 
And this inward focus is a really important aspect of the vibration of number seven, and it's going to be happening throughout the whole year. Another characteristic is going deeper. Number seven loves to go deep. Number seven hates superficiality. Oh my God. Number seven hates superficiality. And I know that really well because number seven is actually my life path number for my whole life. I'm a number seven. And I know very well, number seven does not like superficiality. Number seven likes to dive deep. They like to seek answers to existential questions and really dive deep on the deep questions of life. Um, and so the deeper you go, the more comfortable you're going to be in the territory of number seven. Number seven is also about no rush. Number seven does not like to be rushed. Uh, there's no, there's no hurry to get anywhere. Number seven likes to do things in a steady pace, going deeper, understanding things before moving on. So number seven is not about rushing. It's not about hustling. It's about moving at a steady pace and going deeper and seeking deeper answers in a nice, steady forward moving, um, away. The last amazing characteristic about a number seven is direct experience. So number seven is a really interesting number because the vibration of seven is not a vibration that likes to be told what to do. So with a number seven, number seven has to directly experience something, even if someone else has done it. So for example, if someone comes up to a number seven and says, Hey, I've done this and you know, this is how it worked for me. You should try it that way too. Number seven goes, I don't want to try it that way. I want to do it myself and figure out how I want to do things and how it feels for me. Uh, number seven is all about direct experience and engaging with life in a direct way, not about taking a, kind of the path that's been that's been paved by others, but by taking their own path and understanding through direct experience, the lessons that they need to learn. This is all about number seven. So in a number seven year, go for it, experience, go into direct experience, uh, just appreciate life and really learn through experiencing different things in your life that will then give you valuable, valuable information. That is the vibration of a number seven. So take advantage of that. When it comes to astrology, we've got some interesting things going going on too. And, and it's the same theme really astrologically, the intense years that we saw from 2020 to 2022, it's going to slow down, but there are still some interesting, interesting things happening in the sky. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is some, a couple of retrogrades that we have at the beginning of the year. So a, a retrograde is when the planets feel like they're moving backwards. When we're in a retrograde, Mercury and Mars are going to be in retrograde at the beginning of the year, uh, till the end of almost till the end of, of January. And so what this, what these retrogrades do is it slows the energy down. And so the slowing of the energy down, a retrograde causes us to kind of start to slow the pace of things down. Um, Mercury is going to be in retrograde. So a Mercury retrograde is all about Mercury is about communication, written, spoken uh, word. It's all about communication. So when we have Mercury in retrograde, it's all about rethinking and reviewing our plans. Um, and being okay with plans, not panning out exactly as they were supposed to. So that, that Mercury retrograde is, uh, is an important aspect and, and it's one of the retrogrades. Mars is also in retrograde that's happening at the beginning of the year. So even the year beginning with these retrogrades is already showing how the pace of the year is starting out on a slow, steady, it's not rushed. The energy isn't moving quickly. The retrogrades are even showing that in the beginning of the year, a Mars retrograde grade is completely different from a Mercury one. So the planet Mars is about our drive. It's about our drive to take 
action, right? It's about, it's an action oriented planet. So when Mars is in retrograde, it's really asking us to pull back from excessive, uh, action and to really review our action, especially take a step back from impulsive action. All right. So a Mars retrograde asks us to not take impulsive action at all. So you see Mercury and Mars being in retrograde right at the beginning of the year sort of sets the tone for the year being a little slower and for things to go for you to go through the year in a more kind of, um, pondering things more before taking any, no, no harsh decisions, no impulsive decisions throughout the year. And that energy is panning out right here in the beginning with these retrogrades. Another cool thing happening astrologically is that Pluto is moving into Aquarius. All right. Now this is rare. Pluto is moving from the sign of Capricorn into the sign of Aquarius for the first time since the 18th century. <laughs> and this movement of Pluto is going to start on March 23rd, and it's going to keep going throughout the rest of the year. Now, Pluto is an interesting planet. Pluto is all about, um, it's the God of the underworld. Pluto is known as the God of the underworld. So this is the planet of transformation, of death, of destruction, of rebirth. Um, this is the planet of looking into things, looking below the surface, looking at the things that are unseen. This is the planet that talks about unconscious or subconscious. So, uh, the energy of Pluto isn't always easy to, to work with. And Pluto is now moving from Capricorn into Aquarius. And I'll get into what that means uh, in a little bit, but Pluto is moving into Aquarius for the first time in a really long time. And this is a slow moving planet. So this is going to start affecting us in 2023. Now, because Pluto is considered an outer planet, what that means in astrology is that an outer planet moves more slowly. And that's why it takes Pluto. It takes Pluto around 20 years to move from one Zodiac sign to the other. And that's why it's taken over 200 years for Pluto to return to the sign of Aquarius. It's the outer planets move more slowly. The outer planets are also more involved with the collective uh, consciousness, collective unconscious. All right. So, uh, this movement, this, this movement of this outer planet has a lot to do with things going on in the whole planet. It's less about it's, it has less of an influence in me or you in your everyday life and more of an influence in the collective consciousness in general, which you are a part of. So a lot of important things are going to be happening with Pluto moving into Aquarius starting into on March 23rd. When we look at, at Aquarius, that's an, a beautiful sign and an interesting sign for Pluto to move into because the Aquarius is the sign of humanitarianism. It's also the sign of the future. It's the Zodiac sign of science and innovation. So when Pluto moves into that, into the Aquarius, again, a lot of interesting things are going to be happening on the planet. And just to kind of remind you the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius, this was, we were going through such huge things on the planet, like the industrial revolution, uh, the age of enlightenment was happening. So imagine this was the last time Pluto was in Aquarius, all of these huge transformations was happening around the planet. And we can expect exactly the same thing when Pluto comes into Aquarius. Again, this large scale change on the planet, that's really going to help us move into an energy of more humanitarianism, of more innovation, of, of just making the planet a better place for all people that live here. Now onto the tips for 2023. Now that you know all about this energy, let's get into some of the top tips to help you work with this energy throughout the whole year. The 
first tip, you're probably already imagining what it is. It's patience. <laughs> All right. So remember that seven of pentacles energy. Remember that the idea of being a gardener of learning how to plant and do your work. So you're still doing your work. You're not sitting on the couch, just waiting for life to happen. You're doing your work, but you're doing it in a slow and steady pace. And then you are learning the art of patience, like that gardener that's patient enough to wait for the cycles of spring to come before they pick that, they pick the fruit so that it's ripe. Okay. You don't want to start picking your fruit when it's still green and sour and disgusting. So the art of patience is really important knowing how to do your work, but, but go in a steady pace and then patiently waiting for the right time for that abundance and success to be returned to you. All right. So this patience is a really important characteristic throughout the year. Do not rush anything in 2023. Remember that now on to tip number two, which is really just a continuation of what we were just talking about. And it's slow and steady. All right. Remember this mantra, do not rush anything in 2023, do your work, but do things in a really determined, slow and steady pace, one foot in front of the other, not rushing anything. You are not in a hurry, throw the hustle culture out the window for 2023 and learn how to do things with more pause, more consideration, more contemplation, just slow and steady pace. And then you will retrieve the success of that. All right. But slow and steady is important. Remember this, write it on your refrigerator and keep it there the whole year. Do not rush anything. All right. Whatever you're doing, even if it's having fun, whether it's building a business, whether it's, you know, at work at home, don't rush anything. Just work with the energy and move nice and slow and steady throughout the whole year. Tip number three is to do your inner work. Remember the number seven. Okay. So the number seven is all about going deeper. It's about, it's about introspection. It's a focus on the inner self. And so keep going deeper, keep looking at yourself with courage, keep looking at the areas in your life where you feel like you want to change or the areas in your life that you feel like are not healed. Look at your emotions, look at your reactions to the world, your reactions in relationships. How do you see the world? How do you react to the world? Do you have old patterns that still need to be healed? Do you have old thought forms that are keeping you back? Take a very, very good analysis and do this inner work. And when I'm talking about inner work, one of my favorite ways to do inner work, another way of saying this is do your shadow work. <laughs> shadow work is a really important part of any year with having the number seven in it. Shadow work is a really important aspect of inner work because what shadow work is doing is it's looking at all of the areas in yourself that you can't see. That's why it's called shadow. Okay. You can't see it. And so shadow work is a really important thing to do in general, especially when you're in a seven year. And especially when you're in a year that's moved, that the energies are moving slower and steady. You want to take that time to go inward. The, the deeper you can go, the more you will then see the fruits of your abundance and the fruits of success in the outer world as a consequence of that. Now, if you have no idea how to do shadow work, if you don't even know what the shadow is or how to do shadow work or how to start, check out this video here. That'll be great for you to continue. It goes deep on what the shadow is, how to do shadow work, some great exercises that'll help you. And I hope you have a great year. Yeah.